This podcast replay is brought to you by EssentialMovingExperts.com. Five-star rated, 25 years of experience in the moving business. Family owned and operated. They offer free 30-day storage. Fully licensed, bonded, and insured. Mention the big O and get $150 off. Moving was never so easy. EssentialMovingExperts.com. All right, all right, all right. Hope you all are doing well. Hour number two of the program, Ira, will join us in this hour on the back end of the hour. So he'll join us and we'll have some fun. We'll talk some basketball, get ready for the game tonight as the Heat are back in action against the Kings. 10 o'clock, damn it, late game. Uh, Late watching for us here on the show. I'm sure for a lot of you also out there. It's one of those days where you uh, wake up the next day to go to work and you're uh, yawning half the time. Right. Uh, we uh, love talking about MVPs, you know, and uh, last night uh, we had, uh, you know, uh, address something called the Cutter's Edge MVP of the night. Who's last night's MVP? For your complete landscape solutions anywhere in South Florida, there's only one MVP. CuttersEdgePro.com. Here's our CuttersEdgePro.com MVP of the night. You know, last night we uh, we watched Inter Miami eke out a tie, a draw. Uh, with the L.A. Galaxy, it wasn't going to be an easy game. It wasn't a pretty game either because the defense for Miami was absolutely terrible. But there is one part of that defense that is not terrible. In fact, it is elite. Um, Miami is blessed to have one of the best goalies in the entire MLS. I don't know where he ranks because I am not smart enough to tell you where he ranks. But I can tell you this. He's probably a top-five goalie. And last night, he had to make eight saves, right? I think it was eight freaking saves last night for, including, by the way, a PK. And Drake Callender, I don't think we say enough about Drake Callender. It's it's so easy and lazy to say that Messi is the most important player on the team. But if you don't have a goalie like Drake Callender, you don't even make the playoffs last year. You don't do anything last year. You don't win uh, – not, not obviously you didn't make the playoffs. But I mean, uh, you don't win the – what was it called? The whatever cup. You don't win that. You don't even go as deep as you did in the U.S. Open Cup. Drake Callender constantly is saving this team's ass. And last night, you could easily say Messi, you know, saved them for a tie. But really, if you watch the game, you only have a tie because of Drake Callender. The money's all on offense. So you guys are supposed to carry the team. Sorry, that's your fault, offense. You need to produce. But that defense is atrocious, and that guy is playing all by himself. And he had a couple of saves last night that were just – that one where it was rifled from the right side and he had to jump 
and and hit it right under the crossbar that if he doesn't hit it, if he doesn't get his hand there in time, that's a goal. That was a beautiful strike by by the by the uh, opposing player from the galaxy. And that was a world class save. Obviously, the PK, my God. And, and you know what? He's done it so many times now. He's just good. You know what I mean? And Drake Callender for me is like William Quigley uh, here in South Florida with Cutter's Edge Pro dominating when you need landscaping and landscaping done the right way. You call the folks at Cutter's Edge Pro because they're going to be your MVPs for your business, your HOA complex, your home, you know, your neighbors. Everyone else is going to be envious of the work that Cutter's Edge Pro has done for you. So check them out, cuttersedgepro.com. Expect excellence. Synthetic turf, irrigation, tree trimming, landscape design, outdoor lighting. They do it all. Call William Quigley. Call Mike. Great people. Cuttersedgepro.com. The MVP of the night is brought to you by CuttersEdgePro.com. Servicing HOAs, condominiums, townhomes, commercial properties, corporate parks, and malls throughout South Florida. CuttersEdgePro.com. Providing South Florida MVP performance every day of the year. A good one there, man. Uh, CryptoFin says, Big O, heard you say Panthers winning the cup. Plus 900 on FanDuel. Just put in on it. That's a that's a good idea, dude. That is a good idea, a really, really good idea. Thank you, sir. I'm going to look it up here in the NHL and see if they have the futures here. Because that would be oh, here it is futures. Stanley Cup winner, Florida Panthers, plus eight fifty. Uh, I am with you, bro. I just bet the Panthers myself right now. I took them plus 850. You got plus 900, you said, sir? Good for you. You just got a little better odds than I did. But I just went to the Hard Rock app, and I just put it down the Panthers. Thank you. Thank you, dude. Because if they win, I win. You win. We all win. Uh, let's see. They do goalkeeper of the year in the MLS. I don't know how Drake Callender is never considered. Well, I mean, last year was the year you could consider him. The year before was kind of a partial year, so I kind of get that. Because um, the year before was the year he took the job from, what was the name of the European guy? The um, I forgot his name now. He got injured and, lost, and, and he lost his job. They Wally pipped his ass. He got injured. I forgot his name anyways, but he's um he he uh he was a guy that you know he was a veteran goaltender. This find here, man, a fine calendar, it's, it's such a young age. That is freaking impressive, dude. Make sure you never let him go because that guy is God, he is awesome. Uh, and we should be watching him play for the for our national team soon enough. By the way, Bitcoin's at 53,292. Just like that. 53,292. It's only a matter of time. I mean, it, it, you knew it was going to start exploding again. So, 
you know. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Where do I go to make that bet on the hard rock? You go to NHL and then you hit more results and then it'll have, um, team results or whatever it'll say. You, you, you go team futures. So what you do is you hit NHL and then you hit view all games. When you go to view all games, it'll say team futures right next to it. You hit Team Futures, and you have Stanley Cup winner right there. Conference winner. Oh, you know what? Let's put a, a couple of bucks on the conference winner. Well, you guys are helping me out here now. I only put Stanley Cup winner, but I'm going all in. I'm going conference winner, too. Division winner? Oh, they're minus 135. Nah, that's not value. Oh, by the way, for conference winner, uh, Panthers are plus 425. So I'm good with that. That's see, that's value. You you got you gotta go with value, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it's all about. Okay. Thank you, Donardo. Very nice of you. Thank you for the speedy recovery. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh Shu Tang Shung or Sheng Tu Sheng. Oh, is it wise you think to get to a, a contract now? Shouldn't front office milk it? Why so eager? Um, listen, dude, you, you got to understand. You don't believe in him. So that's your problem. That's all. I believe in him. I have no problem giving him the contract. I understand making him wait because I wasn't happy with the turnovers this year, but I get it. They need the money. They open up the space. Plus, I think it's McDaniel Moore. If I'm telling you McDaniel's the problem. and So those of you that don't believe, that's why you're hung up on that. That's all. You don't believe in the kid. So that's what's going to happen. Uh, no, it's not cheaper to wait, actually. Because if he goes out next year and he balls out and goes deep into the playoffs, you'll pay more. So maybe you'll pay 45 50 this year. If he pulls a deep run, God, how about if they win the Super Bowl next year? Then you're paying 55. You're paying, you're paying top of the line at that point. So you're better off paying now because now you have an argument. Well, you had the turnovers and this and that and all that. You know, you have something to hang your hat on. Um, next year you may not have anything to hang your hat on, and then you're really screwed. So get it done now. It buys you the two years uh, until his salary really kicks in. You know? But either way, it's just a matter of whether you believe in him or not. And as I told you guys, I am not here to, uh, to convince you guys. If you don't believe in him, you know, I can't do anything about that. What's it saying about Paul Weller here? He's got a new album. Okay. Like to see Paul Weller in concert. Be good. Do a little style council, a little jam, solo stuff. Paul Weller is one of those under the radar artists that a lot of people don't know. 
and he is absolutely fantastic, dude. If you don't know anything about the Style Council or the Jam, then, you know, but his solo stuff is just absolutely awesome, man. It was, um, I was, I was uh, perusing through YouTube yesterday and I realized that uh, Alan Parsons is not in the Hall of Fame. Because I, you know, I, I ran into a couple of Alan Parsons songs and and I'm sitting there going, and I looked it up to see if he was in the Hall of Fame, right? I, I looked his Wikipedia page up, and he's not in the Hall of Fame. And, you know, this is a conversation we can have with many, 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 many artists, right? And it, it's weird because you look at T-Rex is in the Hall of Fame, and yet, Alan Parsons, okay? The sound engineer on albums The Beatles' Abbey Road, Let It Be, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, Ambrosia's first two albums, which had all kinds of hits. Then, of course, the Alan Parsons Project. He also changed. He, he did Al Stewart, Year of the Cat, the song Year of the Cat, was a folky song he completely changed the way the tune went and he made it more poppy than it was and he made it completely sound different for al and then the rest is history al stewart went on to you know get it done so parsons by the way been all over the place and it's just you know crazy shit that you're like okay wait a minute okay this is a guy that was like he did dark side of the moon and then he like declined to do wish you were here because he had to go do his solo album and and obviously his band was incredibly successful so if you're going to put t-rex or donovan in the rock and roll hall of fame how in the hell is alan parsons not in the rock and roll hall of fame and I, I did not realize that till yesterday when I looked it up and I said, my God, this guy is not in the Hall of Fame. This is like one of the greatest like musical minds. And he had such an impact on so many great bands. And then he said, you know, I can do this stuff myself. And he went and did it himself. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. Yeah. Crazy. Really crazy. How, how Alan Parsons is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Anyway, uh, Bitcoin, yes, it does rise above 53, my friend. It was a matter of time. We're, gonna, we're heading to 60. We're heading to 60. It's like automatic. And I think we're going to pass the 67, the all-time high, before we get to the halving. I really believe that. Big O, that Watson deal has to be the worst contract ever. Yeah, well, that well, I mean, Cleveland's a stupid franchise, and they, and you know, the owner does a lot of stupid things. So yeah. Uh, let's see. Good morning, Big O and Sean. Hope you all had a good weekend. Yeah, I. Bedridden weekend. It was a. It was kind of frustrating for me too because Friday, 
I didn't have anybody that could take me to the Vandenberg concert because my wife had commitments, family commitments. My daughter was traveling. She's uh, um, she's skiing now. Um, I, I had nobody, man. Nobody. My, my best friend was going to another concert that he already was set up with. He was going to Glenn Hughes. So um, I, I just didn't have anybody to take me. I was really frustrated on Friday night, man. I really wanted to see Adrian Vandenberg. I hadn't seen him since the 80s. And uh, I'm a fan of his talent. And I really would have loved to have seen him. Anybody, by the way, anybody go to the Vandenberg concert on Friday over at the Parker? How was it? Give me a spy report, bro. Give me a spy report on, on the Vandenberg concert. That was frustrating. Speaking of music, by the way, Friday you have the Eagles and Steely Dan at the Hard Rock Live. And Saturday, be prepared, by the way, um, Donald Fagan kind of talks it more than sings it nowadays, just in case. The Eagles lineup is solid. It's entertaining. You'll be fine. Uh, Friday, Bob Dylan is at the Broward Center also on Saturday. Sunday, the Beach Boys are at the Sunrise Theater in Fort Pierce. Next Wednesday, March 6th. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. This Friday also, Soldier Boy at Live Nightclub. And Saturday, ZZ Top is at Key West at the Coffee Butter Amphitheater. Interesting name. Then next Wednesday, March 6th, Brian Adams and Dave Stewart of Eurythmics at the Emirate Bank Arena. March 6th also on Wednesday, next Wednesday, Steve Hackett, formerly of Yes, Pompano Amp. Uh, I'm not sorry, Genesis, not yes, Genesis, uh, March 7th, Thursday, K KK Downing's priest, along with LA guns at the culture room. That's a pretty good show, dude. March 8th air supply at the magic city. So if you want to take that, uh, special someone and one more thing, entertainment wise, bad boys, they're filming part four. You cannot go from 6 a.m. to noon, so you have about 40 more minutes, northbound on A1A on Las Olas and Bayshore Drive in Fort Lauderdale. It's all closed, okay? And don't show up there because Will Smith will slap your ass, okay? Just want you to know that. So if you show up to the bad boys filming, they're going to slap your ass. I'm just, I'm warning you. You've been warned. You don't want to get slapped? Don't go. Okay? Don't go. What else do we have here? Uh, let's go with birthdays. Not a long list, but actually a couple of decent names on it. Uh, let's go with Johnny Cash. Born in 1932. We lost him in 2003. That's kind of a big name there. Uh, what else? What else? It's only a couple of names. Erica Badu. What a talent. She is 53 years old. Great music for you fellas out there that aren't, you know, maybe not uh, too well versed with Erica Badu. Great music to uh, make a little love to, by the way. Man, she's got a. She's got junk in that trunk. Strong junk. 
Speaking of junk, Brittany Renner is 32. I know that Instagram star. She's uh, slept with half the NBA. Michael Bolton is 71. He has slept with most women that go to his concert. Uh, let's see what else. I think it's, uh, we may have one more name. It's the short list, like I told you. But there were a couple people in it. Yep, that's about it. That is it. Those are the folks celebrating birthdays today. Let's go with music history, why don't we? In 65 on this date, Jimmy Page released a solo single in the UK called She Just Satisfies. The rocker played all the instruments on the track except for drums. He also produced it and sang lead vocals at the time. The future Led Zeppelin and Yardbirds Axeman was a successful session musician. In 2001, The Darkness made their live debut performing at a tribute gig at a London club to raise money for the family of a friend who committed suicide earlier that month. In, in 1977, on this date, the Eagles went to number one with New Kid in Town. The same day the band released another song, it was called Hotel California. In 97, at the 39th Annual Grammy Awards, Beck won big, taking home a trophy for Best Alternative Music Performance for Odele and Best Male Rock Performance for Where It's At. In 2011, Royal Distribution Service BMI announced that Queen's We Will Rock You was still the most played song at U.S. sporting events. The company collected data from MLB, NFL, NHL games that showed that the song was number one overall. And that, my friends, is what happened today in Music Historia. All right? All right. We're good. All right. What else do we have? No Jimmy Butler, no Jovich tonight. Let's see if they can get it done. That'll be a challenge, man. That will be one hell of a challenge. By the way, can I ask something? Um, why so much hate for Kelsey and Swift? Why are people constantly, I get it because it's just negativity sells, sensationalism sells, like I tell you all the time. And it's just, it's just articles and opinions on why they won't last. You know, I get it if it's Brittany Renner marrying anybody because she's a disaster, right? She has one agenda or uh, Larsa Pippen or Kim Kardashian. You know, I, I get it when when train wrecks are trying to get married. Madonna, you know, it's it, it, it's hard. It's hard to take some people seriously. You can't take Madonna seriously. You can't take Kim K seriously. You can't take Larsa Pippen seriously. Right? I, I get those people. But, you know, these two are normal. Those other people, there's already something wrong with those people as it is. You know, they're already agenda, attention agenda type people as it is. I mean, Larsa Pippen has zero talent 
except she's a piece of ass. You know what I'm saying? And so some of these people, Brittany Renner, I guess she's a former soccer player and she can dribble. But outside of that, what's the talent? None. You're a piece of ass that attracts men. That's it. So I get when it's those disasters. And yeah, yeah that won't last. But it's like people just going out of the and listen, you're not going to write an article. They're going to last forever because nobody will read it. So you got to write something negative because people love negativity. They love train wrecks. That's kind of what our society is all about. You know what I'm saying? But it's just kind of funny. I, I see all these articles and I'm like, what's wrong with you people? man? Like, who cares? Just leave them alone. Whether it lasts or it doesn't, you know. Hopefully it does. Hopefully they both are able to find somebody they can be with. It's not an easy thing, by the way. Lots of people. Let's not make it sound like the rest of us are, you know, super successful and we know what the hell we're doing and all that. And, you know, I can't say I know what the hell I'm doing. Maybe I'm just lucky that I've been with the same person forever. But it just, you know, I, I just don't understand that, dude. It's just like, let me let me write an article, go out of my way to just hope that these two people break up it's just so funny to you peruse through all these websites and they're dying to tell you reasons why it won't last <laughs> too much oh will we ever see greta or any other current rock band headline the super bowl halftime show yes if their music becomes mainstream that year and they have several hits off their album if it's a band that does that, any rock band, they will have a chance. Yes. But they have to go mainstream is what has to happen. And if they're not mainstream, then no. But it has to be something that crosses over into pop. Like Back in Black did, that kind of stuff. You have to do things like that, like Pyromania like Red Hot Chili Peppers, you know, their early albums. Um, you know, uh, what's it called? Suck My Kiss and, and all that kind of stuff. Californication, that's another album. But it, it's got to be stuff like that, okay? You've got to cross over and, and get people into it, you know, uh, a struts, which, by the way, I am actually... I got to tell you something I was so wrong about. Oh, my God, was I wrong about this? I saw the struts at the culture room about six years ago. And I told my buddy, this will be the last time we see him here. They're going to go big. They'll be an arena band soon. And they have not yet gotten to that point, which I, I am. It's beyond me because I think they're an excellent band. But they have the kind of music that has a chance that if they put an album together, they could have two or three radio hits, which is what they would need. And then, yes, something like that, you know, but they have to go mainstream. Has to. You have to hear it on Y100 and any of those kind of poppy stations. You have to be able to hear their music there. Once it crosses over, then you've got a chance. But if it doesn't cross over, there's no chance we'll ever see another rock band ever again at the halftime Super Bowl. Okay. That's that's the requirement. 
Frank says, Big O, just catching up. I know Suarez is playing with one leg, but when Campana came in, he did nothing. Secondly, Suarez had an assist in the first game. Yeah, but I, I still would play. I mean, if you, he's a veteran. So even when he's not at his best, he's still going to make some kind of an impact. You know what I'm saying? And Campana was brought in the 80th minute in that last game. This time they brought him in the 60-something minute. But you got to start him. So he gets in a groove and then the top guys will, will, will get him the ball like they did for Taylor in the last game. And that's where I think Campana becomes a beneficiary because the veterans that are there are elite pastors. And so that will help because Campana has some speed and some athleticism where he can get some separation, where he can get out in the open part of the pitch, especially on the back third there where we need to finish. So for me, I mean, Campana, you, the one thing you can't deny, Frankie, whenever he plays, he creates opportunities, but you got to play them and they haven't played him enough. And so that's where, and I would not play Suarez at all right now. I would get him healthy. I think it's stupid that you keep playing a guy that's injured, an old player that's injured, get him some rest, bro. Get him healthy. Big O, hear me out. Michael Bolton and Kenny G, powerhouse in the 90s. A lot of babies made them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know about Kenny G, but Michael Bolton was probably uh, laying some wood. Uh, Inter-Miami could be the next Dolphins. All hype, but not good enough. We knew Inter-Miami's defense was going to suck, but the offense only scoring one goal with 10 men versus L.A. is a concern. Yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. Only positive thing I saw last night was that uh, Tata made a formation change the second half, and that's why Miami played way better in the second half. McDaniel should take notes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Kardashians are yesterday's news. Well, you know, men are still uh, using them up. Uh, let's see. Saliva should be the halftime show. That definitely will never happen. Uh, there's a higher upside for Campana than there is for Suarez. Campana should see more. Of course, bro, please. Just watch Campana play. He's always making plays. Always. It's impressive how Campana is always rocking. Bitcoin holding above 53 right now. Let's see what else. I want to see. I want to see V Chain hit that five cent mark now. Those of you that that went with V Chain uh, at a cent and a half or two, and you stayed with it, props to you, man. That's that's conviction, you know. Uh, let's see what else do we have going on. Remember Cash App or Venmo, Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show, Cash App or Venmo. And you can also make a Bitcoin donation, Cash App or Venmo, Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show. So we had some cuts on uh, Friday as uh, the Dolphins cut Emmanuel Agba, which we kind of told you that was going to happen, $13.7 million. They uh they get they get four million of dead money. They're able to save thirteen point seven million overall. 
They cut X-Men, which we told you that was going to happen two years ago. Post-June cut, they'll save $18.5 million in space. He had a $26 million number in 2024. They now have $7.4 million in dead space money. Uh, remember, the cap space will not be able to be used till June, but that's not a problem because I can see a Rob Hunt getting tagged and then waiting till that date to then renegotiate his to, to then give him the contract or yeah i don't know the christian wilkins one might be a little different it might be a tag just to kind of maybe keep him for one more year if anything i don't think they're going to give him a long-term contract i think it's more along the lines of rob hunt something like that um so stuff like that happened okay and then the question is where else are the cuts coming from and Cedric Wilson, don't expect him back. Robbie Chosen, don't expect him back. Tyler Croft, don't expect him back. Jeff Wilson, I think it's uh, time to part ways with Jeff Wilson. I think you can do better. Either you draft or you go and upgrade with Derrick Henry and you pound the shit out of people with Derrick Henry and Mostert. And you have Chris Brooks as one of your backups to Derrick Henry, which would be really good. And a Chan backing up Mostert. That would be kind of the combination I like. So Jeff Wilson is about $2 million, I think, that you open up. So Jeff Wilson's one of those guys. Christian Wilkins, again, I don't think he's coming back. We'll see. I could be wrong. You know, uh, Dan Graziano had a report last week, and I'm a, I'm a Graziano fan. I respect him. But I still need to see it to believe it, to be quite honest. Because a lot of people are talking about Christian Wilkins' sacks, but they're not pointing out where those sacks came from and against who. And I think that will be a, a negative against him for Miami to re-sign. That's just me. We'll see. Been wrong before. Could be wrong again. Jerome Baker, I don't expect him back. I don't expect Melvin Ingram back. I don't expect Eli Apple back. All these cuts should happen, and obviously that should also end up creating even more room, okay? Then uh, agreeing to a contract with Tua Tungavailoa will also free up more room, okay? I think that's what's going to end up happening, and we'll see now. We'll find out over the next uh, week or two here as we lead to the new uh, calendar year. They're going to have to make those moves. Okay? Campana can't even crack the Ecuadorian national team. Well, I don't care, but I see him in the MLS. I don't give a shit about the Ecuadorian national team, Frankie. I care about the MLS. Right? That's what I care about. What was he last year on the team? Oh, wait. Maybe I got to do it this way. Let's go, let's go to the stats. I don't know if these websites keep the stats from the year before. Do they? Yes, they do. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Stats. Goals. Last year. Oh, it's the other way. Okay. Here we go. Oh, yeah. 
Leo Campana had nine goals last year in 2023. Martinez had seven. Taylor had four. Farias had three. Kromoski had two. Ruiz had two. So you tell me. What do we do? If Campana's one of your leading goal scorers in the MLS, I don't give a shit about Ecuador. Ecuador can kiss my ass. What do I give a shit about the Ecuador or Argentine or Brazilian national team or anything like that? How do you play in the MLS? And that's all I ever see from Campana, that he can play in the MLS. Guy had nine goals last year and 11 goals the year before. I'm not sure what you're watching, Frankie, but I'm watching a guy that is effective in the MLS. Again, don't give a shit about Ecuador. Nothing personal, by the way, for Ecuador or any other, but I don't give a shit about any national team except the U.S. All I know is that Campana can play here and be very effective. That's all I've ever seen from the kid. He can play. My problem with Campana, Frankie, if you remember, leading up to last year, do you do you know my one complaint about Campana? What was it, Sean? Let's see if you pay attention. What was my one complaint about Campana? Do you remember? You're, you're normal. It's staying healthy. Exactly. Oh, there you go. He remembers. Injuries. That was my only concern. Not that he couldn't play. Shit. He clearly can play. In this league, he's a damn good player. I, in fact, you know what, Frankie? Go listen to the broadcast in the last game. They brought him in in the 80th minute, so you only have to watch four or five minutes. Do you remember the quote I'm about to say, Sean? You watched the game when they brought in Campana in the last game? Okay. Do you remember the quote I'm about to say? Taylor Twelman said, 15 teams in the league easily would love to have Campana start on their roster. How's that, Frankie? How's that, my brother? Taylor Twelman said it. Go listen to the broadcast. Mark, guaranteed, may lightning strike my ass down right freaking now. He said it in the last broadcast. Half the league would love to have Campana starting on there. On their, that's a starter coming off the bench and all that. That's what they were bragging about with Campana. So I, I like the kid. My only knock on him was durability. He would get injured way too much. He had a, he had a little Tyler Hero in him. So you know what I mean? I would use him and I would play him a lot more than Suarez right now. Checking in, Big O. God bless you, my friend. Keep up the good content. Thank you, sir. Big O, same goes for Metallica, Avenged Sevenfold, the Dropkick Murphys, and every rock band. Sadly, those days of them getting on the Super Bowl halftime show are long gone. Yeah. Yeah. They are. You're correct. The, you got to go mainstream. So if they come up with a rock album that the average person gets on board and loves it or whatever, then you've got a chance. But outside of that, you know, 
unless you're a rock legend and they just want to bring, you know, but they've done that already. They've brought the who and the stones and that kind of stuff. That's it. I could see my boys, U2, if they come up with their next album and it has a couple hits, I could see them bringing in U2 because U2 is still, you know, 40 years in and U2 can fill stadiums and arenas everywhere, multiple nights, anywhere they want to go. So they're still monsters. I reference the national squad because when you ball out, you get called up. But when you're not that good, you're left out. Or maybe they don't know what the hell they're doing in Ecuador. You ever thought of that? I mean, they're such a power. I mean, they're always doing so many right things. Ecuador is always tearing it up. Come on. Uh, I'm going to go with the MLS. And I'm going to go with what, you know, he does here. I don't care about the, the, the national team means nothing to me whatsoever. Uh, talks resurfaced over the weekend, and all you got to do is listen to Dan Marino, and you would know that nothing's going to happen. And so uh, this weekend, Tom Garfinkel was approached about bringing back the classic logo, the real logo. And he said, no, we, um, we like having the new logo and then using the old logo twice a year as a special event. And if you listen to Dan Marino the week before, Dan Marino mentioned that when he was asked about the new logo, he said, well, the old logo will never come back because the new logo is Ross's baby. And he doesn't think that he's ever going to part ways with it. So, for those of you out there, it looks like I guess we can stop complaining about it because Stephen Ross does not give a shit about your complaints. He does not give a shit that he's done the wrong thing by the franchise. He doesn't care that he's insulted most of the franchise, to be completely honest. Okay? Let's be honest. Now, if we're going to call it, we got to call it like we see it. I get, look, people that are tied to the team or cover the team or whatever, maybe they don't want to rip into the guy because they're afraid and they got to go get a question or whatever. That's fine. I don't need to go search for Stephen Ross quotes, okay? But Stephen Ross clearly does not care that he has insulted the fan base and he did something that's incredibly unpopular incredibly unpopular in fact i believe 70 percent of you all that wear the new logo you basically settled on it and you know you're like my wife she probably could have done a hell of a lot better than me but she just settled for me so you know could have done so much better poor woman and, you know, she's stuck with me now. What a mistake she made. I mean, I made the right call, but she made just a terrible, terrible decision. So that's kind of what it is. You know, I don't believe all of you really love the logo. I think you just have learned to live with it, to be quite frank. But now we can close the door on it 
we can end the discussions already. Marino told you the old man's not going to change it because the whale is his baby. And then Tom Garfinkel basically told you, no, no, we like the old logo to just be featured twice a year. So apparently that conversation's over. I thought, because I think Garfinkel wants to change it. This happened before he got here, but he's not, he doesn't own the team. You don't own the team. I don't own the team. So we have no control. So Stephen Ross wants to do the unpopular thing, which is keep that shitty logo. There you go. The there's I have one problem with it for me personally, Sean. One real problem for me. When we go to the Super Bowl and win it, which is inevitably 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 going to happen. Uh, when it does happen, the world championship hats and shirts are going to have the new logo on it. Oh, God. You know what I'm going to do? When they make the Super Bowl this year, next year, and win it, before leading up to that Super Bowl, I'm going to print, I'm going to, I'm going to pay some company somewhere. Okay. To print me a world championship, 2024, 2025, whatever it is with the new logo. And I'll, I'll make a, a special hat and I'll make a special shirt for it. I will. And I have the power. I have the power. You can't find this anywhere. You will not find this anywhere. You will only find it on my head. So if I had that made, I can have others made. So you're not going to get around me. Just want you to know. Because when I'm in the Super Bowl, I'm going to be wearing... Super Bowl stuff with the old logo on it. I got a plan. How's that? Y'all care more about uniforms than winning a playoff game. Nah, we all care about everything. It's just, that's all part of it. You just like to complain and get blocked. Uh, let's see. My aunt has a printing shop. I can have one made. There you go. Play action. Big on until Ross sells the team, the logo's not changing. Probably. Why they ever altered change? Oh, it's a money thing. It is a nice hat, by the way. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, by the way, Jalen Phillips looks good. Did you see him at the DCC? That was good. It was good to see him walking around. No scooter. No crutches. I like it. I like it. I like it. And um, let, me, let me give you his quotes. As he, and he wanted to kind of meet with the media to show folks that, hey, man, you know, I feel good. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm making progress. 
He's walking around already. Maybe he can uh, start contributing earlier than what we think. You never know with certain with medicine nowadays. They they heal a lot faster. All I know is I feel strong. I feel great. Just been tackling rehab. It's been awesome so far. Because they asked him about a timetable, he didn't give any timetable. He says it's something that's kind of new to me because I've never had a lower extremity injury like this long-term at least. So it's been cool. It's been a new experience, just learning my body and figuring out what to do, what's best for me. And so it's been great. Honestly, I haven't had any bad days throughout the whole process since surgery, been locked in, just motivated to get back uh, on the season. I guess the biggest thing I've taken out of this, it's just understanding that God has a bigger plan and that sometimes in life things happen and that it's hard to find a reason why. But that why doesn't really matter. It's how you respond. As so for me, just being able to keep my head up throughout the process. And like I said, find some silver lining and just understand that I can use this time to improve on other aspects of my life. It's a great attitude to have, by the way. Okay. Great attitude because you're going to suffer setbacks. I'm going to suffer setbacks. And if we sit here and just um god what's her name uh why why what's uh um the uh the skater bro what's her name damn it what's her name the one that uh that uh, uh jeff galuli is the one that that hit her with the with the bat on the knee and and uh now I'm trying Nancy to remember. Kerrigan. Uh, what's what? Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan. That's it. Why? So uh, you can't sit there. And I thought say, you were doing Fran Drescher. Yeah, she does sound kind of like Fran Drescher. Yeah, she does. Definitely. And so you can't sit there like, you know, Nancy. Why? You, you, you can't. You got to just get up and say, F it. All right. It happened. The, the oh, woe is me shit. That doesn't fly, man. That just doesn't fly. That's not the attitude that's going to get. It already happened. You're already screwed. You know, it's sad, but that's the truth. You're already screwed. Okay. So what are you going to do? Just pout about it and whine? No. You, you got to look at it and say, okay, so how do I fix this? How do I overcome this adversity? And that's what tough people do. They get tough when they have to. Good job by, uh, by Jalen Phillips. Hopefully, he can come back a little earlier. I don't even know if he'll be himself this coming season, but the faster he can come back and get into you know, the health, then hopefully he can help you out maybe even towards the end of the season. Don't forget, folks, if your business wants to be a part of our platform, 786-754-4664. That's our business line, 786-754-4664. We can broadcast at your, at your place of business also, 786-754-4664 if you want to get in and join our family. By the way, the court storming has to end. You know, we talked about this a little while ago about how how um, 
you know, kids are different nowadays than they were in the past and you can't trust them nearly as much. This is a great example. The court storming, you saw Kyle Flipowski get uh, injured from Duke and he's like a first round pick, they say. And Caitlin Clark earlier in the season also. And I, I know this is going to be my old man on the lawn take. But unfortunately, young people nowadays have proven that they cannot behave. I'm not saying we were perfect, but I'm saying we didn't take guns to school all the time. Could there have been a gun in school once in a blue moon? Yeah. Did we have shootings? No. You know, we had Key Biscayne wide open to us. You don't. You know, in Chicago, kids can't behave in the downtown area. They got to have curfews now. I just read uh, somewhere uh, um, uh, where a mall now, and I think that's happening a lot of places. You got to be, you got to be, if you're under 18, you've got to be with an adult in order to walk into the mall. And so we have, we lost our way. We don't know how to behave. We don't know how to handle situations. We used to run onto the field and run next to Hank Aaron and tap him on the shoulder and say, great job, Hank. Not run over Hank. No, 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 no. We're not trying to hurt Hank Aaron. You understand? That's the difference. We bum rush the field, but we're not bum rushing the athlete. We were respecting the athlete at that moment. Now you're not. And the Duke kid gets injured and Caitlin Clark almost got injured. It, it, it's got to stop, unfortunately, because you don't know how to behave. And that's the problem. And this is why we have all these situations and they're different now than they were 20 and 40 and 60 years ago. Why? Because, well, we were a hell of a lot more responsible then. Even at our younger age, we were a hell of a lot more responsible. You know, when we were young, we kind of knew it didn't exist, but we kind of knew you don't eat a Tide Pod. Just saying. Just saying. That's all. You know, so the, the, these TikTok challenges that you idiots do. Yeah, you know, that's why this kind of stuff happens. So. The court rushing has got to end. Has got to end. Because you're going to get athletes injured. People are going to get injured. And this has happened, this has been coming on for several years. You know, for maybe, maybe it's been developing for about two decades. What was, uh, Sean, what was the tennis player that got stabbed? Was it, it wasn't Monica Sellis, it was Martina Hingis? It was Hingis, right? I want to say, right, you know, it kind of started from there on and it's kind of gotten a little and it's gotten more and more out of control. You know, unfortunately, it's just the way it is. And it's things that we have to do in, as a society and we have to change because people's behavior has changed. Parents' behaviors have They're worse now, too. Not only are the kids worse, but the parents are are just as bad as the some of these kids and it's pretty pathetic 
So watching that shit with the with the Duke kid was just crazy. Yes, sir. It was Monica Sellis. It was Monica Sellis. Yes, she of the forehead. All right, let's do it. Hour number three starts right now. Ira Winderman and our Acura Pembroke Pines Miami Heat and NBA report next. <laughs> 